my secret superpower is my knack for attracting anything pop culture like i don't even go looking for it it just comes to me and i know anything that's happening that's part of pop culture <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was flow hi i do not think i have any superpower but i do have a great hunger for entertainment all things entertainment the easiest way to get my attention or to change my mood if i'm in a bad mood is to put on anything movie or tv show related and that's it you have my 100% attention so yeah and that is tanvi hello A special mention to our social media partners Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. And we are continuing with our quintessential Hindi movie series and to find out how we define quintessential, check out our intro episode. Every podcast is divided into four categories: fashion, acting, favorite songs and our favorite scenes. Now we are done with our first series. How does it feel, Flo? It feels really good, you know, especially with the kind of feedback that we've been getting. You know, it's always nice to put it out there and then you immediately like, you know, get texts from your friends or get comments on Instagram or on Twitter. So it kind of validates what you're doing, you know. So it's it's been it's been really nice, surprisingly fun. Yeah, and for me, I think it's a first podcasting experience. Like I've never done a podcast. Yeah. So I just uh, every time I do something new, everything you know, whenever if I when I started blogging or when I did YouTube, and now podcast, I realized there's this whole world that exists out there which I had I knew it exists, but it was just like yeah, yeah, you know, like हाँ space में Pluto है or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it has no reference to me whatsoever. But then you reach to Pluto or Mars and you're like, "Oh my god, this is a whole planet that exists on its own." So I had like that kind of a feeling hmm. because I one thing I really liked is like we went in blind. Like we didn't I mean at least I didn't like hear any other movie podcasts or anything. So I had like no idea what other people do, right? So I felt like that was kind of good because otherwise it gets you nervous. So it kind of makes you like, "Okay, we need to follow a format or something this that." It's been very exciting. Just just for the first experience yeah. and i really like that you know opening up to a new world and i know i did podcast with you and i knew you do them and the yours was the only podcast i would listen to yeah. like, oh, okay yeah, okay i listen to flo's podcast yeah but i didn't realize like there was this whole world which exists on its own and yeah so it's exciting and like what you said about the feedback yeah it's nice unless you step into it you really are not aware of it so even though i used to like you know do podcast and i used to listen to a lot of podcasts but i never really had that connection with anyone in person right but after moviewala podcast a couple of people start following us on twitter and and then we start following them on twitter as well and they are just amazing um i'm talking about erin and matt from bollywood pod and also shah from uh, split screen podcast so yeah so these are the people that you know you just connected with on twitter and then you realize that oh my god they've been doing it for such a long time and on hindi movies right? just a warm welcome they gave us like exactly. you know, when we launched like oh we are coming i don't even know how they found out so found out about us or i don't know must be the hashtag i think hashtag whatever. yeah and then they like i don't know everybody was so nice i, I know like, Oh my god this is internet people are not supposed to be nice to you so it is like and you know like how you were saying we consider ourselves 
themselves to be like decently nice people but then <laughs> when somebody's like outpouring you with so much love and i don't know affection and support and sharing yeah. your content you're like oh my god we are horrible people like we haven't done anything for anyone exactly and these guys are amazing so if you're listening to this please check out their podcast it's fascinating they have a very different voice and a different perspective so yeah shout out to bollywood pod and a uh, split screen podcast Thank you guys. Thanks so much. So, uh, other than that, I just the whole like talking about movies with the fellow movie lover. It's been so good because I've always been in a room where, you know, I'm talking with so much passion and my passion, you know, kind of translates into my pitch of my voice and then I take over the room and then I think eventually everyone's like just shut up, then we do not <laughs> care about what is happening or what Amit did or what Shahrukh did and I'm just going on and on and on and on and with like the history and geography and I had like you to discuss it with and you had like equal amount of passion to give back and we're having these passionate conversation yeah. and before we know it's like been an hour and a half and I'm like no <laughs> I know so pre-recording we would have this hour long conversation and then we'll be like oh my god we still haven't recorded we need to do it <laughs> yeah. yeah so that has been really good so yeah I have loved it I was missing it so we have recorded a podcast for past month because yeah. we pre-recorded all our episodes for the series so now it's been a month and now i'm like hmm i'm ready to go back and start recording again yeah season two and also i remember you were telling me that you know your your husband also was like kind of glad that he that you have found somebody that you can share this passion with because you were just boring him with details it's the same thing with my husband as well he's so glad because otherwise i would just nag him to and i'll make him like watch the hour long interview of an actor that he's least interested in you know <laughs> you know surprisingly yesterday we were watching a movie and then usually what happens so now we have this pact that when you want to speak in between a movie you mm-hmm. have to pause the movie so that you do not like we don't miss it so now right. we both keep the remote like right there so that because i have these thoughts i want to say right now i don't want the movie to get over <laughs> so i paused it and then i started talking about it and i started i don't know i must have gone into the history geography mm. and then my husband turns around and he's like are we going to have a, like a movie wala podcast episode now and then <laughs> so now he started like referring to my conversation as like are we going to have like a movie wala podcast right now that's funny you know we were revisiting a lot of these movies were from our teenage years so what do you think when you watched them again in your 30s like did you feel a difference in how you consumed them okay with some movies maybe i did but there are some movies that has always been my favorite and i i will always have a soft corner for them like maine pyar kiya <laughs> and ddlj you know so those are movies no matter no matter how old i get i think i will still feel the same way as i felt when i was that age you know so that way it was interesting to see that movie some of my favorites it still stood the test of time so i was glad that it happened but even if it hadn't i feel like you know because of my love for those movies because it represents a part of me i would have still liked it and then there are some of the old movies which are classics which is which are like deemed classics by everyone and people who have listened to our mughal azam episode would know that it was good but me and you we kind of had a little bit of difference as to how to consume that movie right now so yeah it's been fascinating i agree with you like i had the same uh, love for maine pyar kiya and uh, dilwale dulhaniya le yeah. jayenge but i did 
it realize that now even in those movies earlier it was all about the love story right mm. like i'm only looking at bhageshree and salman khan or kajol and uh, shahrukh khan mm. and i don't care what else is going on but now i think in my 30s i was actually like of course i was looking at them and like swooning over them but i was still like i was looking at the parents and i was looking at other relationships and i was mm. looking at how those people were contributing to the story and you know the small nuances yeah. in their uh, dialogues or behavior and all of those things so even though i must have, like of course i noticed them even then but now i was like even more yeah. aware of what was happening and seeing those things so yeah i think that was the only difference like i was able to see the emotional depth or i was able to relate to those people's pain and angst like i was able to understand yeah like if someone's mother like someone's 18 year old like you can't let that girl just exactly. go and do whatever the hell she wants but when you are younger you're like Oh my god let her live her life and you know all that stuff so, exactly yeah. uh, you kind of understand from their perspective as well i know it means that we are getting old oh my god that's a sad truth but <laughs> but yeah you know you try to understand why the parents don't want them to get married right away or you know you know whatever the case may be when you're younger you're like what is wrong with these old people you know why can't they just let them be together <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. So that also brings us to like all the different themes we covered in mm. this uh, 10 movies like started from Mughal Azam where it's about you know the hierarchy kind of she's a not a higher class and mm. he's the king and then goes to guide where it's like now he's the role reversal she's of a higher class and she, he's of like a lower mm. thing but then they have like this conflict of ego and understanding and and then moving on to love story there is about ego hassle between mm. two stupid people who are like now torturing <laughs> their kids so on and so forth but i feel like there's always been like passion like the core of the reason has always been something very like passionate right like whether it's friendship or whether mm. it's like the integrity as indians like we are always so much about principle and there's some real hardcore emotion is the conflict like even if you make it like when you really start dissecting it it's a really hardcore emotion mm. it could be either like when you start talking it at a service surface level it so looks like a very um, oh yeah they're silly just talking thing. about money yeah, yeah. silly but then if you really think of it think of it from society point of view we are always talking about something which is like very integral and mm. we are trying to sanctity of our like, relationships or whatever and whether it's valid or invalid is different but you know the emotions really heavy duty in that moment what do you have what do you think about that like i feel like it was very um, i felt like all our stories even though they look very frivolous on surface but the core is like super emotionally charged that is also like what happens when you watch movies in your 30s i think generally like indian movies in general you know we always associate them with with song and dance and happy families and you know everybody's well dressed and you know all those things but then now when i'm like when we are watching it for the podcast i really think that you know if you go actually deeper into all these movies you see a deeper story kind of running deep it's not just all you know happy song and dance and just frivolous love stories if you want to take away something from it you can still take away a lot of things about uh, our society so even though it's not a typical representation true representation of india it is still a representation of how our society in general works yeah like the emotions like we are emotional people like we don't express it and that shows in these movies like you know and now you can actually see how the movies are changing like now now you are actually the current lot like last 5 7 years of movies are very much expressive they hmm. everybody's 
speaking their point of view you know that's why we have all of these revolutionary new india movie <laughs> look change india movie but our, all of these previous movies where we keep our emotions to ourselves so hmm. if you say something and i get hurt hmm. i'm going to keep it within me and i'll still put on a brave face and be like nahi nahi kuch nahi hota like you know it's okay no 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 problem and i feel like that is the undertone of all of these movies where people are not saying what they want till they have to go to war Yeah. Or till they have to like literally leave the house and be like, okay, this is do or die situation. Or they're literally dying, like on a dead bed. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, might as well say it now because we have nothing to lose. So yeah, but I felt like that is like something which came up to me. Yeah, to watch all these older movies. And when you actually look back, you know, India got independence in 1947. And you know, when you actually calculate uh, the number of years that we've been an independent country, it's just been 70 years. So all the older movies that you see that ha- that have been made in the 60s and 70s and everything, if you look at it from the from the aspect of we're we're just a new country, it totally makes sense the kind of movies that we've made, you know, because there's always this rich and poor conflict. There's always this different caste conflict. But you know, that's where I feel like. I I mean I know we are a hmm. new country in terms of infrastructure. Yeah. But we are not a new country in terms of culture. Like the same culture was existing before 1947. So right. 1947 didn't really change how we live, how we behave, our customs, our cultures, how we get married. Nothing changed. All changed was like a change of power. Now, of course, like the economical changes and infrastructural changes, a lot of government changes, things yeah. like that. But you know, movies are not being the the theme could be a surrounding like infrastructure or building or this and that. But the emotions like we're saying all the movies are that same running emotion the remo- emotions were still the same right yeah like you know if we talk, that's why we feel like people from pakistan we still connect to them we relate to yeah. them because they were we got separated in 1947 but the emotion is still the same like we speak more or less the same language we express ourselves khana bhi same hai you know like i know we're two different countries but we were all one and then 1947 happened yeah i mean So to me like the whole argument about them uh, us being a new country mm. I feel like it is a little like it has to be a layered way of looking at a new country so in terms of art and culture the songs and music and our sensibilities that has got nothing to do with independence so we are not new country in that term in that way yeah yeah we are a new country in the terms of infrastructure and like yes we are not we, we don't have to fight a battle right now people have like you know all that so yeah like but you know movies when they're made about emotion we are not a new country in terms of uh, like even movie making right like when uh, when you watch like the old black and white movies i was just watching some i i forget the name of the movie but i was watching a song you know like a black and white i think it was made in like 1954 or something and i was just telling my husband that god it's just been 7 years since we've got an independence and but look at the quality of you know the song and the you know the whole production value was right. so good no but like how we spoke about mughalazam it hmm. started the shooting started in 1946 right we hadn't pre- gotten indi- like a pre independence so if independence hadn't happened and that movie would have been like you know the you can actually tell when dilip kumar is looking younger so you know that part is shot before independence so uh but it didn't matter it didn't like so you know if you really see from that point of view movie making wouldn't really be affected just because we got independence you think you think the kind of stories that we can tell you know do you think that would have kind of been restricted uh that i can't say like i don't know whether the britishers were not allowed i mean of course you couldn't make a movie against the british regime or something yeah. like that of course that you can't make today against modi regime like you know you can't make a movie <laughs> so <laughs> 
the point is not that like you hmm. can i mean like padmavati yeah you know that has happened in 16 i don't know which century it didn't even happen it's, so you, when it comes to not being able to make something you know our country's always had some issue with we ourselves are our own enemies you know that way yeah i feel so so i think the stories we are telling of course would differ because the experiences of people are what mm. we are telling on screen so naturally their experiences will be different there were movies being made before and nobody you know they had no issues so yeah and also speaking of older movies like how we spoke about it when we were watching guide right like how mm. progressive it was exactly we still haven't seen another movie that has been this progressive like look at the progression we went from uh, we ended with kuch kuch hota hai and we are like start like up there with mughal azam and guide so if you actually see the emotional quotient and the quality of the thought yeah we went like downward like, we regressed actually we took a nose dive yeah <laughs> yeah it was like where did we start and where have we landed and like okay yeah. so another observation we made uh, mm. was like something like all movies are uh, hindi movies like the quintessential hindi movies are like about good looking people and good songs you cannot have like none of these movies had bad music and none of these movies had bad looking people right all of them like you know you can of course be uh, you know have an opinion about how good looking someone was or wasn't but none of them, you would look at them and you'd like okay yeah this person yeah deserves to be on the screen yeah <laughs> he deserves to be seen <laughs> deserves to be seen yeah so yeah music is so important to hindi movies like would you want like a world where music was not in the movies no never in fact like i was telling you i think we've had this discussion before now i love the kind of movies that we are making absolutely love it like all the new movies that's coming up where it's more real and you know people are more real but i kind of miss the old 80s and 90s hindi movies where it was just like random song and you would go to europe for a song so i kind of miss that i guess it's always the case you know where you always miss the older versions of things i actually coincidentally like you said and for past two weeks i've been listening to like that 90s reprise i've been listening to like sajan and ashiki and divana and najayez and you know these movies that like, people wouldn't even know like i said najayez the other day and i was like what movie is that and i was like juhi chawla and ashish devgan you don't know <laughs> And then you know, uh, then I realized like yeah, half the people wouldn't know. And I was like, I loved that movie. I mean, of course, I didn't love love that movie, right. but I was entertained. I was like, my entertainment quotient can be like varied. I can be on a wide spectrum of being entertained. So yeah, and I've been like, uh, Nadeem Shravan was like, oh my god, like I know you know there's like a lot of negative press involved with them, but leaving that part aside, their music is my teenage years. If you take their movies away, I would have like literally nothing That's left. I'm like, what are you? And I. liked it i don't know i'm not even ashamed of it like sajan ke songs and like amazing ashiki sajan oh my gosh mohara as like that tip tip barsa pani is like a classic i'm sorry but it is <laughs> we will label it as classic yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of interesting because i was watching a um, um, the interview of chashme badur like the 1980s chashme badur mm-hmm. i think the interview was sometime in like 20 2009 or something and then they were talking about how the new generation don't even know that there is a movie called Chashme Badur. I'm like is that going to happen to all the 90s movies that we've grown up watching? You know that'll be a no. sad day where they're like oh what is Sajan? That is why we have this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We are going to leave a mark and make sure all generations enjoy all the movies that you know we've enjoyed. I'm kind of missing all the 90s cheesiness. It's not cheesiness. 
it's love <laughs> it's just next series should be on 90s movie right finding gems in a pile of <laughs> crap <laughs> love three dave have you heard like i love three dave soundtrack soundtrack is good i like it yeah yeah i like the movie also have you seen sangeeta bijlani in that movie you don't like the movie no <laughs> oh my god i love the movie it's like it's like okay so it's like a classic mm um cartoonish villainish drama like you know exactly what is going to go down it's like oh, come on i i don't have to defend three dave it's <laughs> Maybe I will rewatch it and see how I feel about it now. I think so far I have a hundred on hundred rate of uh, asking you to watch movies and you've liked them. So I that I- reminds me, I am not a big fan of Rithik Roshan at all. So I hadn't even watched. कहो ना प्यारे. So I hadn't even watched the movie because I don't like Rithik. You know, it's yeah. And Tanvi convinced me to watch the movie, and guys, I finished the movie, and I liked it. And I was telling my husband, I was like, "Why doesn't he get like really good roles? You know, because he is like, I'm like, why aren't people using him more? You know, why is he like acting in all these Christian? You know, not that maybe it's a good movie, but I'm just saying, you know, now I wish. I think right now he's doing a good movie, like Super Thirty. Ah. So yeah, now he's doing Super Thirty, but it's not due to release until next year. So Super Thirty, yeah, I saw kind of like a poster, I think, and yeah, it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, it's based on real life. Yeah, it looked nice. And then I think he's also doing another one, but he's doing that uh, another movie with the Tiger Shroff in it. So I know you don't like either of them, but yeah. Anyways, let's. Uh, yeah, but you liked Kahona. I liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, considering it was his first movie and the range of acting he showed, I mean. Come on! He had the potential to be very controlled, which doesn't yeah, so, happen much. So watch three day, but watch hmm. with an eye eye that you're watching a masala movie. Okay, like you know, so it's like okay, I'm not comparing it, but I'm saying like how you watch Mr. India, like you don't try and find logic in it, but you're entertained by all the lunatic things that are happening. So in the same way, like if you just watch three day and the women are so hot in it, like I know, and even like Jackie Shroff, if you look at Jackie Shroff, I mean, you have to look at Sangeeta Bijlani, man. I was like, okay, dude, Salman Khan really scored high and low all the time, like this guy. And also Sangeeta Bijlani, recently I've been you know spotting her everywhere, right? And she still looks amazing. Wow. I know that. Seriously, and I like the movie. I'm not going to defend it. I like it, and you have to listen to the soundtrack. It's like so good. I like the so soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's the 90s. Like, yeah. yeah, we need to like. Okay, you watch it, and then we can do like a series on 90s movies. Yeah, for sure. Then, of course, we were always talking about fashion, and there were like couple of people who were asking like why fashion is mm. part of our podcast. So, yeah. okay, a I'm like kind of a fashionish blogger, which, <laughs> you know. So I kind of have that aspect attached to me, but also because we are women and we like seeing clothes and looking at people what they're wearing, and I like how you know clothes can actually show you which era it is, hmm. which kind of is like now you know how we said that everybody is wearing everything. So I think moving forward, it will be really hard to tell which decade this was. Right. Like I don't know whether you know twenty years later we'll be able to look at pictures from two thousand eighteen and say yeah oh yeah this was like the two thousand you know between eleven and two thousand twenties fashion, but. T- until 2000 you can clearly look back and be like this is 90s this is 80s this is 70s so and even like early 2000s you can tell that you know this is like early 2000 fashion but yeah. after that i think it just went yeah you can't really which is a good thing but bad thing in terms of like following trends and stuff so yeah but so did any of the movies made you feel like you wanted their wardrobe not the entire wardrobe but there were like a couple of uh, pieces that i wanted from their wardrobe like i think i have even mentioned that many pyar kiya i wanted like one of the salwar Yeah. that uh, that bahishri wore yeah the floral one and then um 
I liked obviously the blog address in Love Story. We call that the blog address because it's yeah, it's it looks like a typical blog address. I would want that. And the saris. I think out of all the movies that we've seen, I've liked almost 80% of all the saris that women wore. And I you know, whenever I watch movies with beautiful saris in them, I want to wear them all the time. I'm like, why can't we just make it as a regular not as a dressing up dress, but like a regular clothes? So saris. Whenever I watch Hindi movies, I always want to have chai because they always talk about chai. And then I want to wear like saris with bindi. Yeah, that's my thing. I actually wear sari a lot like in general life as well. That's nice. Yeah. But I would probably steal if I had to steal like the whole wardrobe, I would steal like Juhi Chawla's from Kayamat Se Kayamat Ta. Mm. Like the whole wardrobe. That is just something I feel like I can wear in everyday life and I can live and you know, I don't need special occasions to wear those clothes that she's wearing. But otherwise same as you. Like I would get like Vahida Rahman sari from all the saris from Guide and all the saris from all the movies. I'd probably right? just take all the saris. Yeah. Other than that, not really. I'm okay with the western clothes I think I have better <laughs> I don't need them but then speaking about fashion in movies I think both of us we will always talk about fashion in movies right yeah it's just part of us we generally talk about it like we yeah. usually even look at people and like what are they wearing yeah exactly so yeah you can't take fashion away from us <laughs> when we watch movies yeah. so you will hear a lot about fashion in movies <laughs> even in future yeah so another thing which we noticed in most of these movies uh, except for maybe the last two three where we reach the 90s all the people are like underage they are not at a marriageable age dying to get married and they have like absolutely zero concept of career did you notice that oh god you were like hello guys you are just 20 you know finish college get a job and then get married it can wait <laughs> you don't have to run away when you're 18 you know <laughs> exactly and run away and do what like they have yeah. no backup plan like how does like their logical thinking doesn't work at all so actually even if you notice in that same sense like Mughal Azam okay he's a king and mm-hmm. he's a dancer so technically they have profession in guide again he's a guide and she's a dancer so right. again they have professions so now when we come to the third one is when it starts because that is Bobby and it is like they're teenagers and literally no profession nothing run away nothing yeah. again love story no profession nothing run away <laughs> and she doesn't do anything right she's just I think well, she's she finished finished school no, then after that is Ek Dooje Ke Liye. Ek Dooje Ke Liye, she's studying. He's working. She's studying. So, chalo, at least there's one person who's going to support them. And, but actually in Ek Dooje Ke Liye, they don't run away. Yeah. So, that is the most important part that even though he has a job, he, they are choosing to not run away. One mature decision that these people make. Okay. <laughs> so, then again, Kayamat Se Kayamat Tak, uh, again, they run away. Mm. And how old are they? Now, we don't know. Like, they're supposed to be in college. So, let's say they're in 20s. Okay, so not underage. But still without profession. <laughs> without any career. But, they, uh, you know, but in their defense, only thing is like, they, the father of Juhi Chabla was getting her married anyways. But even at that end, the father's wrong. Like, it doesn't make it right. Anyways, somebody is... Somehow the underage or uneducated people are getting married. Uh, and then uh, next was Mene Pyar Kya, where this girl has just finished 10th standard. She's, you know, metric pass kya, so 10th standard. <laughs> and 10th standard, so she hasn't yet finished high school. So she's 15. Oh, wow. Something like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 15, 16 max. And he has finished college and come back. So, okay, he's educated. And then the good thing in this, the father of the girl makes him get a job. So, again, one progressive decision. Yeah. Is we love that. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> yeah. 
then we moved to ddlj again they have finished their college but zero profession the the boy is rich he doesn't care about a profession although he fails sir huh? he's the only one who's failed in his college ever yeah yeah <laughs> and kajol is like indian girl she has to just straight away get married then we reach kuch kuch hota hai and now kuch kuch hota hai is a different story because now they are in their 30s apparently right so there is a difference that in 30s so that's fine i guess fine. yeah one of them is a teacher and the other one has a business and the next is hamdil deju ke sanam the one person the guy is a singer yeah okay fine the girl god knows we have no idea about whether she's done college how old she is no idea no idea we have like okay they god knows what is happening nobody yeah. goes anywhere in this house <laughs> that's it like are they being homeschooled is nobody it knows summer break yeah is it, what is happening like we have no idea so this is the sequence of how underage and um, you know the that the poor character building i would say yeah. in these movies no wonder growing up my mom and dad they would never let me watch a movie My greatest joy of growing up is that I'm not answerable to anyone. Like sometimes I still can't believe that I can just freaking do what I want to do. I can right now I'm recording a podcast with you and then after that I can choose to watch TV and then after that I can choose to read a book <laughs> and then choose to again watch TV and there is absolutely nobody is going to say. So I you know the horror the the kind of strict parenting we get still happy. <laughs> that i'm able to live my life without somebody telling me what to do speaking of like strict upbringing even now it's like you know when i wake up in the morning and you know sometimes my mom will facetime me if it's 8:30 or something and you know my mom knows that you know my husband has gone to work so even now i'm so scared to like facetime with her because she'll see me and she'll be like did you just wake up <laughs> You won't believe, like I've been sick for a really long time, right? right. So people who don't know, like when we started recording this podcast, I had cough, and then after a month later, I had flu, and then after that, right now, I have cold. So like I've been, and I'm not, and usually I don't get sick at all. So this has just been a really bad winter for me. And now because like my mother has to tell me like something I have done wrong. Like my mom is not the mom who will be like, oh, my poor kid is sick. My mom will be like, why are you not taking care of yourself? Why are you falling sick again? Like. Better not fall sick. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not like I go and say like, oh God, you know, please. Anyway, so I'm so scared. Like, if I have cold, I will not answer my mom's phone because again she's like, do you have cold again? And I'm like, I'm not here. I like the phone will go. Like, I'm like, oh sorry, I missed your call. I was at the gym. And also, have you noticed that all Indian moms, no matter which state they are from, they all have the same ten dialogues. If you're not an Indian, and if you watch Hindi movies, whatever dialogues the Indian moms have in the movies is exactly the dialogue that real life Indian moms would tell their kids. Also, that is totally true to life. <laughs> I agree. They might change in like sentence formation here and there a little bit, and languages. But other than that, it's basically like yeah, like you no know, matter what, like khana khalia, ye mat karna or whatever, like basic. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They have like same yeah. thing to say about. <laughs> and now sometimes like maybe I didn't pay attention to that while hmm. watching it. Yeah, and I watch a lot of Tamil movies also. So even Tamil movies, they have the exact dialogue, but in Tamil. It's almost like all the Indian moms, like you know, before they become Indian moms, it looks like they have to go to the school and learn all these dialogues. Like I don't know how they say the same things. Now moving from moms to villains, which has got no. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I, it's just how typical are the villains? Like every character in Hindi movie is very typical. So now we are going on. Like, did you notice how all the villains had like a same sketch? Yeah, Hindi movie one o one. Ah, the actress in the movie is the most beautiful woman in the whole of India. It's always the case. 
So a villain would just look at her and you know he would want to abduct her. I don't know where they get this idea from but then that is how it works. <laughs> I know I was like when was this first time somebody decided a okay another thing is like why are all of these people in these movies hitchhiking from like these truck drivers? I was like all of did you notice it happened in Love uh, Love Story? Hmm. It happened in Bobby and it happened in uh, Kayamat se Kayamat tak. Keeps happening yeah. and these people are stuck on a highway and they have to like get hitchhike their way to wherever they're going. and then they're stuck with a truck driver i'm like i would never do that like i would never hitchhike with a truck driver and we always feel like we indians are very logical but we are not looking at the movies we are not sensible <laughs> why would you want to hitchhike on a highway and trucks guys Tru- yeah. that's a bad formula <laughs> oh well so yeah so there's stereotypical mothers there's stereotypical women and then what do you think about women's portrayal in these movies did you feel it was fine justified or was it cliche now that i'm all grown up <laughs> <laughs> are you did your mom think <laughs> oh, <so>? oh, no <laughs> i can say that because my mom is not listening <laughs> are you sure yeah <laughs> Yeah, you never know. Um so the thing is, uh, it's a very complicated question, <laughs> you know, the portrayal of women in Indian cinema. But the good news is, when you're actually watching these older movies, right? Like from 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s, you realize that they have tried to show women in a powerful way. It may not come across as a stereotypical like, you know, powerful uh, way, but in a way that Indian women are in that, you know, they or Indian women were in that era. Hmm. Like Mani Pyarki's mom. So she's not exactly like the feminist mom who would just walk out of the house or whatever but she's still shown as a very strong woman you know where she puts her foot down and tells her son or her husband you know whoever it is and yeah. she kind of puts her point across so you do see shades of strength in all these women in the older movies like i said so yeah it's a very complicated uh, question What do you think? Do you see shades of strength in the way they have written the role? I think we the kind of movies we picked like for example I really liked how they portrayed uh, Madhubala. She is not scared. She lives like she's shown to be really shy and not like you know not confrontational mm. but she's not scared. you know it doesn't just mean that because she's shy she's not able to believe in what she wants to believe in then again next was guide where i felt like again vahida rahman was shown you know she had a huge graph of like how first she was a dependent woman and then she gets empowered by you know having a career and then whether she decides in that moment she made the good choice like you know devanand was using her money and kind right. of trying to manipulate her yes you know now there's like led relationship but in that moment she made the good choice mm. for standing up for herself. So you know, going by that, but then I think once these teenage romances started, like they're showing a teenager. So how much can they show in her strength? Then again, when they showed Rati Agnihotri, I liked. you know that they again gave her she's a firecracker and she believes yeah. and she stands up to her mother father everything so we like all of these movies out of the 10 i think 3 or 4 like the ones i mentioned they really had a good women portrayal yeah or if not the lead then the supporting like how you said the many pyar kiya mother reema lagu had a good role but then again most of them the lead actress is always like a damsel in distress mm. and the guy needs to come in and like kind of th- you know what we just spoke like none of them are shown to be 
career oriented none of them are shown to be like standing up for somebody needs to rescue mm. them they can't stand up for themselves so those things kind of and it does affect your psyche right you kind of you know you you grow up seeing that then you start believing that is what happens and had i grown up seeing something different i would have believed something different mm. so it was not until i started like thinking for myself and growing up i actually did think that that is how you know it is supposed to be like you know i think a lot of uh, you know women in india like growing up because they watch all these movies are uh, they all always think that you know even if you want to voice your opinion you should not you should just keep quiet because a guy might not like it you know women tend to not say things just because they feel like guys might not like you yeah yeah, yeah. and you know with everything all the conversations that are going on right now whether it's me too or empowerment and all of that the only thing like you know i don't i usually don't dive into those discussions because i feel like until action is being taken i don't want to be like just empty words being just like tweeted and done yeah. like you know either take action or just keep quiet is what my stand is but i do wonder sometimes like because we all have gone through that mm. right all of us were harassed and you know touched in the wrong places and yeah. all of that and we saw all these movies and felt like this is how our life is supposed to be so it d- does make me feel like imagine how it would be if none of that has happened to us like would how our world view would be because mm. that is today's understanding is because of reading books and learning and thinking for myself but that has been like a curve what if i could do this like what if these thoughts were there when i was 16 and what mm. if i had had no bad sexual harassment and nobody yeah. had like ever done that when i was a teenager and you know you were free you could just be free i just feel like oh my god is that like that's like wishful thinking like what a wonderful world that would be if like we don't even know how that would be right exactly so that's what i've started thinking lately listening to all these conversations you are so so right because when i came here right to the us you know i would have my handbag you know how it is in india like when you're going into a crowded place you walk with your handbag and you put your handbag in front of you so that men won't touch you yeah you know so when i came here i remember there was this really crowded place and instinctively like i wanted to do that you know i used to do that for like 3 4 months till i realized that people here are not going to touch you like that how they would in india you know so it's right. like you're mentally kind of programmed to protect yourself you know yeah. so i don't even know how it would feel to just walk out in india you have to like think so much before you plan the outfit of the day in india so i do feel like you know sometimes i have that tinge of regret not regret hmm. or i don't know what like just wishful thinking and little a dash of regret like would my world view be different would i be a different human being would i be more liberated would i feel different as, differently as a woman if mm. i didn't have those experiences and if i didn't have to care for myself all this right. moment i just feel like you know and these were thoughts that i didn't even know i could think like imagine like at the age of 36 35 am i i'm thinking oh my god what if this was not there i hadn't even thought about that till i reached this age so i don't know i just feel like there's so much you lose having not even known that there could have been an alternate way of existing so yeah i think we went way too deep into these movie discussion than intended so yeah so the let's wrap it up i think hmm. uh, i had a lot of fun doing this podcast with you and uh, i am looking forward to doing more what are your thoughts my mom she i think she heard uh, our first episode and then she called and then i spoke to her and she's like i think finally you found the friend that you can actually talk about all these things you know because because talking about movies in india especially is considered very frivolous you know they're like you know you have better things to talk about why are you talking about movies so much yeah you know it's kind of seen as a negative thing so my mom is like oh she was happy that you know i found you so i'm just enjoying just talking about things you know to somebody that gets it it's amazing that you know we can put it out there and there are people who are equally interested in you know like talking about it and listening to it so thank you guys for subscribing and listening to our podcast we are so glad 
that we found you and you found us so yeah looking forward to our season 2 yes uh same here my echo the same thought i didn't even know what to expect like what if nobody heard our podcast <laughs> and it was just me and Fro- i would actually been fine with that also <laughs> because i didn't have any expectations but yes like you said it is so wonderful to find people who are able to connect with us and relate to what we are saying or at least are interested in listening to our point of view so yeah. that's a wonderful wonderful feeling and here's to next series yep so see you guys there thank you for listening again and we'll see you guys in our next series stay tuned for next tuesday and uh, if you have any thoughts on our wrap up episode because we sure did share a wide variety of topics please share them with us on twitter with the hashtag moviewala podcast or on instagram at the handle moviewala podcast see you guys bye bye